Hi, you've reached Kate with Rebirth. And normally I set aside a time and do an interview with a woman telling a story about um, her courageousness, why she committed to something, and um, the bigger end of the story, right? When, when she's opened her business or we're talking to them after the fact. And one of the focal points we try or we effort to focus on, focal points and focus on repetition, is listening to ourselves, listening to what our inner guidance is saying, hearing what we already know. And I think it's worth a moment to talk about why it might be hard to listen. And a lot of times we hear things and we're like, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. I totally knew that. Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we heard it, but we didn't listen. Self-care, doing what you want, taking care of you. These are um, all really good things, but I think they've become these hashtags that are hard to access because, you know, depending on your time of life and who you're responsible to and what things look like, what self-care is going to look like is going to look really different. So I was getting frustrated with people that seem to be or are putting forth an image of ease on purpose. And hashtagging self-care so that somebody who is not in an easy part of their life, and we will all be in that cycle, it's inaccessible. That soy candle of lavender is not going to fix um, the choppy waters of a loved one dying, of a job changing, of a new baby, of not of finding out you cannot have children, of you know, or of having a boss in a job you can't leave that you can't stand or having a neighbor that's difficult or being in a great relationship at, at a not great time period, whether that is romantic, a friendship, a business partnership, a familial relationship, or even a parent-child relationship. I think we are beginning to think that if things are healthy, they're always at this pinnacle point, but we can't, this is not the natural cycle. The sunflower doesn't bloom all year long. So I'm sure you know this. I need to be reminded. And as a solopreneur, which would be the accurate tagline overused phrase of what I am, which means I'm running a business, but I'm the only person doing it, which means I need, it's kind of like how we treat kids in school. I'm supposed to be excellent at everything, um, but we're not excellent at everything in life. As a solopreneur and a mom of a toddler, it's like kind of cracks me up when people are like, you should just take 15 minutes to do this, 15 minutes to do I was like, listen, I can get maybe 15 minutes a day, one 15-minute chunk. And some days it has to be towards the house or else I can't exist in chaos. So I just want to let you know the point that I'm coming towards or coming from. But the point that I'm coming towards is <laughs> instead of using the word self-care, you know, if I thought I was like worthy is to contemplate value. When you value something, you treat it differently. You do not hand a toddler your most valuable coffee mug because you understand that to protect the fragility of the mug, you need to put it in the hands of someone that understands what breakability is. We need to give ourselves the same consideration as a coffee mug. 
recently I listened to uh, Sarah Durham Wilson's call. It was a free call. This woman is really walking her walk right now. I would find her on Instagram if I were you, especially if you are in the threshold of mother, although you don't have to be. But if you are, that would be especially potent for you. So I want to give her credit that it was somebody that taught her this exercise about if you're feeling into something and you have two options, say left is one option and right is the other. Feel into turning left and feel into turning right. And how does your body feel when you make that choice? Tara Moore in Playing Big talks about the same thing, that we, sometimes we're like, oh, no, 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 we can't do this. And there's a fear, and some fears are about us staying small, and that fear will keep us small. And some fear is the fear that we follow because it's the gateway to being larger. So... As is true in anything, and if, because I'm in the circle of mother right now, but really it talks about, it's about caretaking ourselves. If we don't regularly value ourselves in the equation, nothing will really be at its fullest fruition. And instead of thinking of self-care or worth, just think, well, if I valued my health, what decision would I make? to watch more, one more episode on Netflix or to go to bed. If, you've, if I valued my ability to mother and I'm feeling really thin and my cup is empty, then I really need to arrange a way to be by myself for a minute or do something that is nutritive if you don't have childcare. If I value myself as an entrepreneur, as a paid employee, as a professional, as a student, what is the thing that wants to come forward and what is one step I can do to do it? And I recently um, did a little chat with Joe Longo on his Inspired Creativity podcast, and I mentioned it there and I'll mention it again here, that if you have a big dream and you're not really sure for finances or availability of time or schedule, to advance towards that but it's dancing and it keeps dancing through your heart and it keeps passing and whispering through your mind what action of commitment can you make what action of being present with yourself can you do treat being present like a muscle do one task with your full focus and attention don't multitask it's a joke it's not actually possible. By the way, it takes us 11 minutes to get back to the depth of focus that we have when we're switching between tasks. Just because it's touted as a positive lifestyle does not necessarily make the marketing true. Look at how stressed out people are. We're multitasking, but we're not sitting and talking to each other. So come back to presence. Be with yourself. There's a universe inside of you. Value it. Spend time with it. Let it reveal itself to you. You're like, Kate, where did we get to when you, you're saying this? But think about it. Think about a moment in time where you were really clear what the right action is. You were able to listen and act because you valued yourself and you had built uh, an establishment of trust. Um, some people meet my dog, Ahonui, and they're like, wow, she's such a great dog. You know? And I'm like, yeah, because, well, one, she's a fantastic being. And two, she's valued. So I don't ask her to perform or do things unnecessarily. And because of that, we have a very easy relationship. She walks mainly without a leash. She doesn't run away because I value her. 
And she responds because I give her the freedom when it's possible. So like, I think if we could all kind of look at that as a self-care mechanism to value ourselves, give ourselves the small freedoms where possible, take back all of the extended energy that we give to others and see if we cannot maintain some baseline of nutrition for ourselves and see if that over time as our nervous system resettles doesn't make us more available to ourselves and to others. The only thing you have to lose is you. So try it out. I hope you're having a wonderful day or a gorgeously peaceful evening if this is when this podcast finds you. Um, Thanks for listening.